0: This is Cover Story with Stephanie Shanahan. It's a show where I have conversations with folks about the song covers we all love and we examine the stories behind why we like them. I want to uncover the personal stories about how we connect with these great songs and what these songs mean to our lives. And ultimately, I get my guests to choose a version of the song they prefer and to defend their choice. This episode, we are looking at Lately, a classic heartbreak song by Stevie Wonder.
1: Lately, I've been staring in the mirror.
0: This is pure poetry and a gentle yet crushing farewell to unrequited love. Stevie Wonder released it in 1980. Jodeci performed their own version of the song in 1993 during the iconic era of 90s boy groups like New Edition and Boys II Men. Their performance was an unforgettable moment on MTV's Unplugged. A decade later, What does Jodeci do to take us on an emotional, crushing journey that Stevie Wonder began? Kimberly Griffin joins me for this episode. Like me, she's a Dean at the University of Maryland, where she leads the College of Education. We've been sisters since we met. In this episode, we'll break down the elements of each version. Elements that always manage to take us back to our first heartbreak. And like always, we'll debate and choose between Stevie Wonder and Jodeci renditions of the song. Here's our conversation. Kimberly, let's just start with um, saying welcome, first of all. Thank you, I'm so excited to be here. And I love the podcast, so I
1: had this hard time envisioning myself responding to this question, Mm -hmm. but um, I'm very, very excited
0: to be here. Great, so let's go straight to the response, I said, Kimberly, if you were to come on this show, what would you choose to talk about? The first time you asked me, the second time you asked me. <laughs> Maybe the third time <laughs> I asked you.
1: <laughs> the first time you asked me, I said that I would do um, Childish G- Gambino's cover. That's right. Of um, to me and I'm So th- Into You. Uh-huh. Yeah, and you were like, Oh,
0: oh I love that song.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then the next time you asked me, I think I sent like, four or five different <laughs> yes. songs, but I landed on, I think I want to do Lately mm-hmm. um, by Jodeci and originally by Stevie Wonder. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought about it overnight, and then I came back and I said, yeah, I want That's to do Lately. I want to do Lately. <laughs>
0: and I was I was hoping that that would be the one because it's such a gorgeous song. And you know, I love love songs. So, yes. um, and this is a, a heartbreaking love song, but it's it still is. a love song,
1: right? I love a good breakup song. I know. <laughs> I love a good breakup <laughs> song and a good heartbreak song. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we share a love for late 90s, early 2000s yes. R&B, and mm-hmm. this song is just so perfectly situated um, in that era. So.
0: so I love that you've gone straight to straight to the 90s, because this song actually started out. It came out in 1980 yes. well, with, with Stevie Wonder, and this is why I like the concept for this show, because we get to think about the two versions, at least two, two versions of one song, and we get to talk about its longevity, you know, and mm-hmm. its placement in two moments of of American history, world history, but also um, music history, but also our history, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so this song lately was written and released by Stevie Wonder in 1980 on the the Motown Tamla um, label and um, came out on his Hotter Than July album, which is actually an incredible album. It has Master Blaster and um, lots of other real, real bops, as the kids <laughs> say. <laughs> but lately was um, just really stripped back. It didn't it didn't really chart in the United States. It, it wasn't like a song that, that people thought, hmm, this is going to go up to mm-hmm. to the top 10. This actually, I think it kind of stayed in the 60s, the top 60s. And um, when we listen to it now, especially after we think of the Jodeci rendering, mm-hmm. we wonder why, you know? Yes. And then, and then of course, Jodeci came out with it in 1993 um, on the MTV Unplugged. Where did you, your love for music start? and what genres have you been sort of swimming in all your life?
1: Sure. It's so interesting that you make the connection between Stevie Wonder, um, you know, bringing this song out on Motown, mm-hmm. right? And then to Jodeci and mm-hmm. my love of the second version of the song. Mm. I grew up in a Motown house oh, so, so, um, <laughs> as a kid. Uh, we we did not pick our own music, uh, <laughs> mom and dad. Oh, mom and dad picked our music. Mm-hmm. Um, if you asked me when I was a kid, what was my favorite song? I would have said "Your Precious Love" by oh. Tammy Terrell and Marvin Gaye. Oh, um, beautiful! So mm-hmm. we listened to lots of Motown music. Um, you know the Jackson Five and the Four Tops and you know the Temptations mm-hmm. and. Stevie Wonder, so that, that was the soundtrack mm-hmm. to my upbringing. Mm-hmm. Um, that and I guess what we call Yacht Rock now. Yeah, uh, that, that was the station.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that my parents listened to in the car. Um, so I have a deep appreciation for like Carole
0: King mm-hmm. and James Taylor.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't get it at the time, but now they're like mm-hmm. most my favorites. So. I know,
0: because then we grow old ourselves. Yes, <laughs> a little yes. older and, and, we, and we get the sort of calmness. Yes. Just the beautiful listening music, right? Yeah, but, yeah. But when we're in our late teens, early yes. 20s, we, we want a little bit more.
1: <laughs> yes. So when I, I came into my own and choosing my own music, um, it was very much in kind of the New Jack Swing mm-hmm. Um R&B era, so my favorite groups throughout high school, um, Boys to Men was high on my list of my favorite groups, still stand for, mm-hmm. for Boys to Men. Yes. Um, and I remember my very first concert um, that I remember and mm-hmm. that I chose was TLC, Jodeci, and Boys <laughs> to Men. And Hammer. Where was that? It was in San Diego, it was like a national oh my tour. Gosh. And those three groups were opening for Hammer. Hammer was the headliner.
0: So, You're kidding. So, uh, this, so this had to be what 90s, like early, early,
1: 90s, 90s, yes. early mm-hmm. 90s. Early 90s, early um, 90s. So yeah, if, if I am able to choose any music, mm. it's always
0: that era. Late
1: 90s, early mm-hmm. 2000s R&B. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so Kimberly, I've been thinking about this a lot lately because you know I'm doing this whole thing on um, black love songs and mm-hmm. black love music. And there's something about, let's say, boys to men, right? That that crosses over to a wider audience. Mm-hmm. You know, like people, Americans, mainstream. Yes. Love boys to men. They love Earth, Wind, and Fire. They love um, Lionel Richie. I just went to see Earthbound and Fire and Lionel Richie, and was looking at the audience. Yes. Um, but Jodeci doesn't have that kind of crossover appeal, mm-hmm. and I think it's because they they don't they don't try to streamline it. They mm-hmm. just they just go all out.
1: Yeah, right? there's something more. Um, I'm trying to find the right word. Like there is kind of an exuberance, like you mm-hmm. mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. in boys to men's music. Like I remember jumping up and like doing the Running Man to yeah. Motown Philly, right yeah, yeah, in my yeah. room. Mm-hmm. And there's no song like that in the Jodeci catalog mm-hmm. that I can remember. Mm-hmm. It's all like slower, mm-hmm. um, more just like deeply emotional mm-hmm. in some ways. Mm-hmm. And- um,
0: Without being preppy Mm-mm. or um, or controlled, Mm-mm. you know, and I and I think no. I think then it becomes a surprise when they reach for a Stevie Wonder song, yes, particularly this song, because Stevie has this Mister Wonder, we should call it. <laughs> you know, I shouldn't. I feel I feel funny calling him Stevie, <laughs> but um, but there's such a, a stripped back, very calm. Mm -hmm. cool chill about Stevie Wonder that when Jodeci takes it on I was just like
1: what? What is this?
0: What is going on here?
1: Especially in this song right? Mm -hmm. Like it's a Mm -hmm. very like even the beginning of lately
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um, Stevie Wonder's rendition is very quiet. Mm -hmm. It's just him Mm -hmm. and the piano he's singing almost in a whisper. Yeah. Um we're, and Jody's song kind of starts out there too, but it takes a very different oh. journey. Oh, Lord. <laughs> the song takes a very different journey.
0: Yes, um, and I think I think the journey starts when. So we start with JoJo. Yes, right, and then he says, "Casey, take it on." <laughs> the second verse, and then Casey goes goes to, to town, and then they they go back and forth. Yes. But you're right, so so let's start with the Stevie version. Uh-huh. Um, like you said, much quieter, very, it's just, it's really just Stevie piano and I think a bass yeah. guitar. And that's it for the whole song, whole song, right? What's the effect of that on you as a listener? So I think
1: first, like you feel like this quiet sadness, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it's sad, mm-hmm. it's melancholy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like big emotional outbursts. It's just like sad realization mm-hmm. that your partner may be le- mm-hmm. leaving you. Mm-hmm. You hear the lyrics different. Yeah. The lyrics are poetry.
0: I know,
1: so They're gorgeous. poetry. Like, I've never heard someone so beautifully say like, I think you're creeping on me. Because like, <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> he says it so gently. I like know, like. You know, the far but frequently you're wearing perfume. Or far I more know. frequently you're wearing perfume. perfume. Why is that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and just even saying, like, you know, and I heard you whisper someone's name. Yay, so tender. And you said nothing's changed, mm-hmm. right? Like, but he says it all so quietly. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you can hear the uncertainty mm-hmm. in his voice. Mm-hmm. Um, you can hear the sadness. Mm-hmm. And, like, just the the beauty of it being so stripped back, right? right. Like, it's just voices and the piano. Mm-hmm. And the very end where he's, like, just singing in this full voice mm-hmm. about saying goodbye to mm-hmm. somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just ripping your heart yeah, out it's yeah. so sad
0: and there's that that one line where he goes you know I I hope my premonition is wrong yes and I really hope that, that I'm wrong because I love you you know yes. and then um, my eyes won't let me hide how I'm mm-hmm. feeling inside Yeah. so vulnerable very 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 vulnerable well vulnerable. I'm a
1: man of many wishes I hope my premonition misses what I really feel my eyes won't let me hide
0: cause the start to cry what What Stevie does then is that he he just it, it sits in on this album. Um, it doesn't do, it doesn't really do well in the United States, although it does really well in the UK. Mm-hmm. I think it, it it goes to number three in the UK. So it comes out in 1980, and other songs that come out at that time are Michael Jackson's Rock With You. Remember mm. That's you know, one I of my favorite Michael that. Jackson songs. <laughs> right, right, That's and one of my favorites. I love it. And then D- Diana Ross's Upside Down. Mm. Um, one of my favorites is The Commodore's Still, Oh, um, also a very tender, beautiful yes. song. Yes, yes. Um, so there's something about the ni- that 1980 that lately sits mm-hmm. with, with those. Any sense of why it didn't do well here?
1: I mean, it's a sad breakup song. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes it's hard for those sad breakup songs mm-hmm. to really hit. Like, if I think about one of my very favorite boys to Men songs that does not get much play is I'm Doing Just Fine. Oh. It's a breakup song. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it's like I've mm-hmm. moved on song. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes those, like, oh, gosh, you're about to leave me songs. Mm-hmm. like nobody wants to sit down and be like, you know what? I don't put on <laughs> lately. <laughs> To set the mood. Like, that doesn't set the mood. Because it does not set the mood. It doesn't set the mood. It's a sad, sad song, Mm -hmm. even though it's
0: beautiful. This is Cover Story with Stephanie Shanakan. We'll be right back.
1: Hi, I'm Erin Hay. Some of our favorite moments at KBIA come from producing conversations just like these the ones that make you pause, laugh, and wonder. And this fall, we're releasing brand new episodes of our award-winning podcast, including Cover Story, High Turnout, Wide Margins, and our newest show, Canned Peaches. You can find this Cover Story episode and more online at kbia.org or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: This is Cover Story with Stephanie Shonikon. Let's get back to our conversation with my friend Kimberly Griffin. About the classic ballad lately. Then Jodeci picks it up in 1993. By this time, um, they are a group of four mm-hmm. pairs, of, two two pairs of brothers: mm-hmm. um, Devante, Dalvin, Casey, and JoJo. And so we we know songs like "Forever My Lady," "Stay," uh, "Come songs. and Talk to Me." Yeah. Um, those are songs that are more, mm, 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 right? Yeah. Um, why do you think Casey and JoJo alone sang this song?
1: I mean, it's a hard song to sing, mm-hmm. and I think of the four of them, um, Devante and Dalvin were known as like the producer mm-hmm.
0: and instrumentalist. Mm-hmm. instrumentalist,
1: mm-hmm. less so vocalist. The vocalist, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. there's so many key changes in this yes. song. Yes, and. The way that they perform it is also actually pretty stripped back, mm-hmm. right? There's not a lot of accompaniment to mm-hmm. it. It's still piano. The drum comes in mm-hmm. later, but mm-hmm. um, you really need strong vocal Vocals. performances. Mm-hmm. And I think four people would have gotten confusing. Like yeah, two is already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going back mm-hmm. and forth, but to have four people trying mm-hmm. to sing it.
0: And I think the two, because they're brothers and they've sung together for mm. so long, yeah, it it works. Yes, it works. Um, how do you? How can you tell when? Casey comes in and when <laughs> JoJo leaves. Like what what's what what um if you're not watching it. Yes. Because if you're watching it you're just looking for the guy without the shirt on. Yes. But yes. But um how would you characterize the two voices? I adore Casey's voice.
1: Uh, Casey's voice is so beautiful, um, in a different way, mm-hmm. right? Um I think JoJo's voice is closer to evoking the emotion of, of Stevie Wonder. Absolutely, right yes. like, Totally, it's that 100%. quieter, mm-hmm. sadder. Um,
0: it's a crystal cal- clear yes. voice. That's JoJo. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So they, they almost call and respond to mm-hmm. each other. Like, of mm-hmm. course, there's the ooh-yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and that welcomes Ooh, the yeah. other one in. <laughs> I'm not going to try to repeat it. But there's the ooh-yeah, and that calls You're one of the other. You're a professor,
0: not a singer. Okay, like, carry on. Mm, 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 mm.
1: um, and they'll say each other's names mm-hmm. to call them in, but... So while JoJo is sad, Casey is upset.
0: (laughs) Like, he's upset.
1: Uh, There's just a different emotional cadence to what is happening with him in this song. Like, he's accusing. He's all over. He may leave her. It's not a matter of she's leaving him. Like, He may leave you. (laughs) Like, it's just a different tenor to Mm -hmm. the way he's singing it. He's interpreted it
0: completely different. very differently mm-hmm.
1: and almost is like edging jojo into the ac- ac- mm-hmm. accusation too mm-hmm. right like mm-hmm. jojo starts mm-hmm.
0: quiet and sad like stevie yeah mm-hmm. and then, so you know, then he's like come on casey sing sing the next verse and casey's like okay sure <laughs> <laughs> you sure <laughs> uh,
1: now And when you do get to see them, Mm. you see his body language is almost like he tips his head to the side, (laughs) he gets a little low, his arm is in the air, like, he's upset. Mm -hmm. He's upset. He's not
0: just sad. Yes. Coupled with that, of course, is the sort of, my mother would use a term when she's describing voices, a mannish voice, you know, like, Mm. compared to Jojo's voice, which is very crystal clear, but very, um, very lovely like like stevie's voice casey has a, a really deep a much deeper gravelly yes there's voice. almost a growl yes there. it's a growl there right it's like an engine yes. revving up that mm-hmm. i think brings the the it it amps it up as as you said to not really a sad song but like a almost an angry song yeah right?
1: by the end mm-hmm. by the end mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. that they slowly are kind of on this journey together mm-hmm. where it's like yeah, she might be leaving. Mm-hmm. Wait, I might want her to go. <laughs> like, <laughs> But there's just like, you know, they're, they're kind of pulling each other along yes, yes. in the song. So in some ways, it being a duet, um, mm-hmm. you almost get to have the full range of grief yes, with right. the two of them. But the song wasn't on a Jodeci CD. Mm-hmm. It was on an Uptown Unplugged CD. That's right. Um, that's right. And Unplugged, mm-hmm. you know, for... For our younger folks who are joining (laughs) us. That's a thing in the 90s. Such a thing in the 90s. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, seeing these artists perform with Mm. just, you know, acoustic instruments. Mm. And that episode of Unplugged Mm. was amazing. Mm. And I remember, I'm sure everybody remembers um, the one penny CD and then you (laughs) get a million. Yeah. I got the Uptown Unplugged. Oh, the album. Yeah, uh-huh. so I remember listening to that a lot yeah. in college and that mm-hmm. it almost introduced me to Uptown more generally mm-hmm. and um, made me love Heavy D <laughs> and um, everybody else that was on that CD. And Mary J singing mm-hmm. her duet with KC. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, like That's it right. just
1: puts me in a very specific point in time in my mm-hmm. life um, that I loved and that I was just figuring out who I
0: was. Yeah. and I love that be- because there's a there's a line in the song that says... Um lately I've been staring in the mirror. Yeah. Very slowly picking me apart. Yes.
1: Lately I've been staring in the mirror. Very slowly
0: picking me apart. Trying to tell myself I that had no that couplet right there. Listen <laughs> like, like that heart. set of, of lights is I think something that we can all relate to we've all had that yeah, moment. And certainly at, at that time.
1: Yes, yes, when you're so self-conscious mm-hmm, about yourself. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, we've all, you know, stood there mm-hmm. in the mirror and been like,
0: what's wrong? What's wrong? <laughs> what's wrong? I thought I was beautiful. <laughs> Why don't you love me? No. So does it surprise you that Casey and JoJo started off as a gospel duo? Like they, they were in a little <laughs> gospel choir as kids. Yes and no.
1: So if you, <laughs> if you just see the video from lately, right? I think almost everyone immediately is like, why does he have, where is his shirt? (laughs) Right? Like, what are they doing? Um, So if you just see them visually, Mm -hmm. it might, but the texture in their voices Mm. sounds very, very gospel church. Like, you can hear it in how they sing and in their catalog well after Jodeci. Mm -hmm. So, like, in All My Life, like, the soaring nature of their voices in Mm -hmm. that song um, Mm -hmm. very much makes me feel like mm-hmm. I'm in church. Um, and I saw another version of, lately when they were performing, it might have been the Arsenio Hall mm-hmm. version, where Devante's on the piano. Yes,
0: I think and that's. And the beginning mm-hmm.
1: sounds like,
0: like a church, church organ. Yeah, It sounds right. like a church mm-hmm.
1: organ. So the fact that they could go back and forth mm-hmm. so comfortably mm-hmm. um, that there doesn't have to be a Casey part mm-hmm. and a Jojo part. Mm. And then there are parts when they're singing together. Right. To me, that's very, very, very connected to mm-hmm. their, their coming up through the church. So
0: Yeah. I'm thinking of... Um Drew Hill, mm. remember Drew Hill? Another, I loved Drew Hill. <laughs> another great group. Loves another Drew great. Hill. I wish I should have a whole thing on boys on boy bands. Um, there were so
1: many good ones. There were
0: great ones. There were
1: so many good ones, ones yeah. that
0: don't get nearly the attention yeah. that they deserved. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. There's just so many great. I mean, you'd have a whole high I live for High Five. <laughs> I love Solo and
0: I all of Portrait. All, mm-hmm. of all of them. All of them. All of them. Um, and I, I I think of Drew Hill, which is a, a group that grew up in Baltimore, I think, mm-hmm. um, as even edgier than, mm-hmm. than, than Jodeci. But that might just be Cisco. <laughs> 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 I love the diversity of, of all of these groups and yes. connecting them back to Stevie, of course, yes. and, and that whole era. Of yeah. of beautiful um, ballads um, is is lovely. What's your relationship to music right now? As a as mm. a really busy person, we're both deans, yeah. so we know what that's like. But you're also a mom, a wife. Mm-hmm. Um, what's how do you when where do you find space for music?
1: Oh, it's so interesting. Um, at this stage of my life. I'm not as good at having music on in the background, like particularly when I'm working. Mm-hmm. I used to a lot when um, I was earlier in my career. Now, like, I just need it quiet. Um, my husband loves music. Oh, good, um, that helps. I feel like in another life he is an ethnomusicologist, just oh. like you. Um, and he's always introducing me to new music. Um, he's a DJ, so he meet I need, you know, to, meet, I need to sit with Will. You do need to sit with Will. <laughs> you do need to sit with Will. Um, so my conversations about music a lot of times are mm. with him. Like mm-hmm. he's always playing something for me in the car, mm-hmm. or like I want you to listen to this, or I want you I to love listen that. to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and most of my relationship with music is just music from my past. Mm -hmm. Um, I do have a love for Beyonce and Mm -hmm. anything new that comes out by her, I'm Mm -hmm. interested to hear it. Um, But I'm not so much a consumer of new music Mm -hmm. right now, probably to my discredit. Mm -hmm. Um, One of my um, doc students, um, or I'm on her committee, she's Mm. not my doc student, we were talking about music one day and she curates these playlists and she curated a YouTube playlist for me that integrated like, she's like, okay, I I get what you like, like, Here's some things I that I that. think you would like. Mm-hmm. Here's some things that would fit into what you like. Um, so I play that sometimes. Oh, that's great. When now, what I'm did she call emails.
0: the list? Oh, I can't remember. I'll have to look I, I love it. What, what they call the yes, list. Yes, <laughs> I need to go look
1: back and see. But it's, it's bookmarked now so that I can play it. That's I really, great. really like it. Um, but yeah, most of my mm-hmm. engagement with music, I'm, I'm a lazy listener. Yeah, yeah you're, oh, you're listener. also
0: working and needing to keep your concentration. Um, so, Kimberly, I do this every time, as you know, I ask the guest having talked at length about the two versions to go ahead and break it up from one to 100. How many will Aww. points are you going to give Stevie and how many points are you going to give Jodeci? And I'm so, I mean, I'm in high anticipation <laughs> for your answer.
1: Okay. So when I chose the songs, I would have said like 80 Jodeci, 20 Stevie Wonder, right? Um, but I went back, and I re-listened, mm-hmm. and I re-thought. Um, and I'm just so moved by the poetry of Stevie's mm-hmm. version. I I still forever will love Jodeci's version. It's still my favorite. So I'm going to say Sixty-five,
0: 35 for Jodeci. Wait, so 65 goes to who? Jodeci. OK, and then 35. 35. OK, because okay. Jodeci, got like, gotcha
1: the emotional journey they take <laughs> us on. <laughs> they give us visuals, they give That's us emotional me. journey. And, um and it
0: meets and it meets you at your at the age where yes, you're also thinking about these these yes. emotions, right?
1: Um it takes me back to a very specific time in my life.
0: Mm-hmm. Um
1: that was full of, you know, joy and hmm. sadness and heartbreak <laughs> and becoming, and I, it just puts me in a specific moment. Um, so it may just be my emotional connection that's to it, good. but that's good. Um, that's fair. But I'm here for the journey that Jodeci's taking us on. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So
0: 65 for Jodeci. and yes. 35 for Stevie. Yes. Um, and I, I always um, put put my own spin in. Um, I am going to actually flip that, oh, and I'm going to yeah. give Stevie 65 and Jodeci 35. And I, you know, I've I've been, of of course, as we were getting ready for this show, we were I was listening to it a lot, mm-hmm. back to back, back to back, and um, I just love Stevie's version because it's so quiet. Mm. You know, it's just so quiet, and I don't think I'm. Little, a few years older than you. Not much. <laughs> Not much, but Not a much. L- little bit. And I just think that um, Stevie's version, what uh, you know, piano, what he does on the piano, and at that time he, he can do a lot of things electronically. You know, like Stevie is a is an innovator mm-hmm. with the keyboards, and you know he's a multi instrumentalist and so on but he chooses to just keep it on the piano. And he chooses, and he probably knows by, by this time what songs will chart and what mm-hmm. songs would. He chooses to just keep it as it is. And I love what he does with the piano between each phrase. And is confident that The poetry of the song will will finally sell it. Yes. Right. Um, And so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna flip your your script. My 65, 35 Yes. Yes. And love Jodeci, um, particularly Casey. (laughs) Soft spot for for Casey. Um, And um, but you know I'm giving them 35. No, it's a it's a good split. It's a good split. Thank you so much, Kimberly, my sister. Oh, it's been a joy. It's been a joy. Thank you. That's another episode of Cover Story with Stephanie Shanakan. I'm Stephanie Shanakan. We're talking about the songs we love, the stories behind them and how they live on through variations, through interpretation, through covers. Our next and final episode for season three is a special one. I invited my daughter, Oju to look at the song Emotion by The Bee Gees and Destiny's Child. We first encountered these songs by different artists in different times, and we still bond on how vulnerable it is. You might be surprised at which version we choose as the winner. Cover Story with Stephanie Shanakan is produced by Caitlin McElwain, Janet Saidi, Ryan Famuliner, and Aaron Hay, with me, Stephanie Shanahan. Special thanks to Nat Kuhn, Recording Engineer at the University of Maryland. You can find more about this podcast on Twitter at KBIA and at Vox Mag. And the current issue of Vox Magazine, now on stands and at voxmagazine.com. See you next time on Cover Story with Stephanie Shanikhan.